Have you ever wondered what life after graduation can or should look like for your young adult? That's today's topic on the Dorinda Wilson podcast. Welcome, moms. I'm Dorinda Wilson, wife to one, mom to eight, nana to nine, okay, 10, <laughs> and 28-year veteran homeschooling mom. I'm also the author of three books, The Unhurried Homeschooler, a simple, mercifully short book on homeschooling, Unhurried Grace for a Mom's Heart, which is a devotional that I wrote for moms, and The Four-Hour School Day, How You and Your Kids Can Thrive in the Home school life. Now, if you would like to receive um, a free digital download to um, the four-hour school day, it is called Encouraging a Homeschooling Heart. And you can get that free digital download by simply subscribing to my monthly email newsletter. Now, you can find all three of those books that I mentioned um, at Amazon, you can find them at my website, DorindaWilson.com, and you can find the four-hour school day at any of your favorite booksellers in addition to the places that I just mentioned. But if you want that digital download, simply click on the link that I am including in the show notes and you'll have that to go along with the four-hour school day. I also want to remind you that I have an online mentoring course. This is called the Unhurried Homeschooler Mentoring Course, and this is a series of videos that I created a few years ago that walks moms through the, um, just kind of like what it looks like um, more deeply and broadly to homeschool in a more simple, unhurried approach. Um, but I cover all the years from kindergarten to 12th grade. So if you're interested in checking that out, I will include the link in the show notes as well um, to make it easy for you to get there. All right, you guys, you know one of my favorite resources is CTC Math. And I recently received a great testimonial from a mom who listens and heard about CTC and tried it out. Here's what she had to say. I took a leap of faith and I tried CTC math for the kids. I kept hearing you talk about it on your super helpful and wonderful podcast. Thank you very much. Our lives are so much better with this incredible program. My kids beg to do their math lessons first and it has freed me up to work with the other kids more intentionally because I'm not struggling to teach content concepts to frustrated children. It is a wonder. I was planning to pay for a math tutor to come over and help, and now I don't have to search for one. Thank you. I've already told all my homeschool mom friends. So moms, I'm telling you, check out CTC Math. You can go to ctcmath.com. That's ctcmath.com. I will include a link in the show notes there as well. Well, it is that time of year when many of us are graduating our homeschooled kids. For so long, the cultural and educational expectation has been that our kids graduate and then they leave for college. That is no longer the case for many good reasons that I will not go into <laughs> in this episode because I want to focus on life after graduation, specifically if your young adult child is not going to go to college or is planning to attend school, maybe trade school or college part-time. It's important that we as parents are intentional with our kids in this particular season, especially um, if they're going to continue to live in our home. 
it can be tempting to actually fall into two ditches. One is becoming completely hands-off and just letting our kids do whatever with no specific clarification of expectations. The second is having the exact same expectations as we did when they were homeschooling full-time. So what's really important is that we need to acknowledge that a shift has actually taken place. This is really important. The shift is this, that it is time for our kids to progress toward taking on more and more of the responsibilities that come with being an adult. So I'm going to share with you um, what that looked like for our family, and hopefully you'll be encouraged and challenged to clarify what will work best for your own family. So if our kids were living at home and going to college full-time, we did not require them to pay anything toward living expenses. I will clarify, though, that We did not pay for our kids' college. They knew from early on that that was simply not something we could do, and we just did not feel guilty about it. We felt like if this is something that they want and something that God has for them, He is going to provide um, one way or another. So we had a child that did go to college, and uh, he started at 16. He did dual enrollment, so the first two years of his college were paid for. And then he basically um, applied for financial aid and got some scholarships, and he graduated um, three years later with a computer science degree, and uh, it's a bachelor's in computer science, and I think he did a minor in game programming and a minor in like systems communications. But it was a full five years that it took to get all those credits because that those particular, that particular, um, uh, that particular degree <laughs> takes um, took a lot more credits than some uh, of the bachelor's degrees out there. So he had five years of college. Again, two were covered because he did dual enrollment and then he did scholarships and financial aid, but he graduated completely debt-free. Um, he worked part-time some of the time, even though he was going to college full-time. So, I mean, he worked hard and We were so proud of him, but you know, he earned it. He did it. He was motivated um, because it's what he wanted. And so I think that's really important. Uh, I'm I'm afraid that too many parents automatically assume that they need to pay for their kid's college and the, the child isn't necessarily young adult is not appreciating what they're getting at all. And so I think it's really important for us to be careful not to assume that that's something that we should do, um, something to pray for. I'm not saying you can't pay for your child's college, but I do think that they should have some responsibility in it simply because I think they appreciate more what they're getting if uh, they have to own some of it. So we did not pay for our kids' college Um, that was on them. And our contribution, we did make a contribution. It was giving them all their living expenses for free. So if they were going to college full-time, they did not need to pay for anything. We would would cover their car insurance. We would cover their medical. We would cover, you know, all of their living expenses, cook for them. You know, they probably have to do their own laundry. Um, So that was, that was, you know, that was the setup in that situation. Uh, The second thing, second scenario was if our kids were going to 
college part-time and working part-time, uh, we would have required a small amount of rent. Now, none of our kids ever chose that. So none of ours were going to college or trade school and working at the same time. So that was never an issue, but I think we would have required a small amount of rent just to keep them moving in the right direction. Um, obviously less than if they were going to college full-time. And the third scenario is if they were living at home and working full-time, they had to pay rent which went toward groceries, utilities, and all of that. And it wasn't necessarily because we needed the money. The idea was we wanted to them to continue to move forward. But let me just stop and say that no matter which of these options was happening, as long as they were living at home, they had to have responsibilities at home in terms of helping with maintaining the home, whether that was cooking a meal, whether that was uh, helping with dishes, cleanup, maintaining the cars, the home, the yard. Um, you know, as adults, when we have a job, uh, we still have to come home and cook and clean and take care of our homes, our yards, and our cars. So it's better to establish that fact early on rather than have our kids be unpleasantly surprised later on. We want to be sure that we are not spoiling them because um, it can be so easy to do. We can feel guilty for a lot of different reasons or fearful um, for a lot of different reasons during this particular season. We need to be really, really careful that we are making decisions that are in the best interest of our child that encourages them to grow. I guess young adult would be a better term for that. But the goal, again, was to ease our kids into more and more adult responsibilities. We want them to keep moving forward. We want them, um, the goal is to eventually shift their focus from education to provision. Now, of course, the speed of that process depended on whether or not they were attending college or trade school full-time, part-time, or whatever. that The adjustment as far as the speed with which that happened depended on, like I said, whether they were in college, whether they were in trade school, going full-time, part-time. Um, but whatever route um, they're on, there needs to be an adjustment. No matter what they're choosing, when they're living at home, there has got to be an adjustment once they have graduated from high school. Because this sets a precedence for continuing to move forward and continuing to grow. Otherwise, kids, young adults, they'll stay stuck in a more dependent and adolescent state, which is the last thing that we want, right? So what is best for our young adults is to ease them into adult life. Now, I will say that this particular season can be somewhat tense uh, for a lot of different reasons. But um, if we can keep um, honest and respectful communication with our kids, that can make a huge difference. Um, it won't necessarily waylay every little tension or issue, but it can lay the groundwork for a healthy adult relationship with our kids. And that's kind of what I felt was at stake uh, during that particular season was, okay, I want to do this well because I want to go into an adult relationship with my kids in a... Uh, 
a healthy progression. And, but it can be, it can be kind of dicey in a lot of ways, emotional in a lot of ways. But part of the reason that the tension is there, I'm just going to be honest, is because it's supposed to be there. It would be harder to let go of our kids and let them be more independent if some of that tension wasn't there. However, it can be handled in a gracious and godly way and with a sense of humor. Uh, I think that's really important. Do not lose your sense of humor. So I'll give you an example, and this isn't... um, exactly what, you know, we're, we're, we're discussing life after graduation, whether they're going to college, living at home, getting a job or whatever. But I'm going to give you an example of when um, our daughters were preparing to get married. They were still living at home, working, paying rent. Um, we, we did have our daughters do that as well as our sons because we felt like it would give them at least a little taste of what it is like to have to be responsible for finances, to have to be responsible in a small way for that provision. Um, because when they got married, they really appreciated, I think, a little bit more what their husbands were providing for them because their husbands both um, agreed, they all agreed that they would... Uh, that their wives, our daughters, could work part-time until they had kids. But um, but for the most part, they were going to be stay-at-home wives and moms. And so I think this was really, really helpful for them to just have to have to pay that little bit of rent. But the point of my story is that we noticed that as our daughters got closer and closer to getting married, um, Now, our sons weren't living with us when they got engaged, so we didn't have this same tension, but the girls were living with us. And there was a tension that went on the closer they got to their wedding day Um, because their hearts and minds have already been given over to this other person, which is exactly what is supposed to happen. But physically, they're not there yet. And so it's really... It's very tense. It can be very tense at times. There can be a lot of emotions, a lot of misunderstandings. And one of the things that we did that was super helpful was to, um, about the time we saw that tension really kind of reaching a peak, a peak. And I would describe that as something along these lines that, you know, the normal chores that they would do every day, they just were forgetting to do or they'd get distracted or they wouldn't do it. And it wouldn't necessarily be intentional. It would just be they're preoccupied with the wedding. They're preoccupied with the fact that their life is going to change and they're excited about it. And that's where their brains are. So um, we found it way less frustrating that, um, that when we got to that point, we would go ahead and change up the family chore list, the family. So the family dynamics began to shift before the wedding ever happened. So we made that adjustment ahead of time, maybe a month or so ahead, so that we were already in that new groove by the time that child, that young adult left home. And so that was something that was super helpful in terms of keeping the rest of our family sort of in a good rhythm. So there again, there is this tension there um, because they're supposed to be. I think, again, I think that if, it wasn't there, we would maybe be a lot 
more sad. I mean, we're already a little bit sad and we're already kind of grieving about this big change that's going to happen or that is happening. But it makes it, uh, it would make it harder, I think, if there weren't a little bit of tension there to say, you know what, it's clear that they're actually, they're cutting the apron strings and they're supposed to. They're becoming adults and they're supposed to, and we need to let them do that process. And I think it can be a little bit more of a struggle for us as homeschooling moms, just because we've had them home so much of the time. So it is definitely a process, um, not just for the young adult, but for us as well. And I think it's important for us to just be aware of that and be gracious with um, our spouses. Uh, I think specifically, I think my husband needed to be more gracious with me than I did with him during this season because I was more emotional about whatever was going on. So I think those are just important things to keep in mind when it comes to life after graduation. So I think also another thing that's really important is that if our our kids understand that this season that's kind of a little bit weird and awkward sometimes, I think can understand that it it is a natural part of growing up and becoming an independent adult. And we as parents don't make it harder than it needs to be. Um, I know that we can we can come through this season unscathed. You know, it's just a matter of saying, hey, yeah, this is hard sometimes. This is awkward sometimes. And that's okay. So I'm telling you that so that you can verbalize that to yourself. You can verbalize that to your spouse. You can verbalize that to your young adult. And you can verbalize it to the other children in your house because they're watching and they're going to see, oh, okay, that's how this season works. So when they get there, they're going to go, yeah, it's a little weird sometimes. Yeah, it's a little awkward sometimes, but it's okay. We can get through it, right? And that's the point. So another thing we need to keep in mind, and I mentioned this before, is not to allow fear or guilt to be a motivating factor. It can be easy to feel either or both of these emotions during the season for a lot of different reasons, which I won't go into in this episode, but we've all felt it for whatever reason. So it's important to remember that we need to bring our emotions before the throne of God lay them at his feet, ask him for wisdom in yielding them to him along the way. We need to make our decisions based on our obedience to God, not our emotions. And that's That can be challenging during this season. Um, typically, I think this is the other thing that happens, is typically during the season, a lot of us moms are in perimenopause or in the early stages of menopause, um, if if this is happening with young, our younger kids, we could already be in menopause or past it. So there's a lot of you know kind of some hormones happening there too. So we need to we need to just acknowledge that um, all of it can be yielded to the Lord, though. And you know the scriptures say that no temptation. Um, has seized you except what is common to man. And for every one of those temptations, God will make a way out. So we don't have to give in to emotional tirades or, you know, give full vent to our anger or frustration or anything like that. So um, just remember that as you're walking through this season. You know, at the end of the day, we are doing our kids a huge favor when we walk alongside them in this way during this season. They are really receiving a type of discipleship that most kids never get. 
A lot of parents look at, okay, they're 18, they're on their own, they're just going to make all their own decisions, you know. Or you've got the parent who's up in the young person's grill all the time, you know, driving them crazy and driving them away in the relationship. So we don't need to do that. That does not need to be the case. Um, God can give us, He will, He will give us wisdom in this season, just like He has in every other season. But what's happening during this season um, is that our kids are receiving a type of discipleship, like I said, that n- most kids never get. It's like putting the finishing touches on before our kids fly the nest completely. It's an opportunity to sort of like finish, do the finish work, um, finish up our responsibilities in terms of raising them. Um, and it is a responsibility and it can be challenging, but it is also really a privilege to walk alongside them during this season. Um, now, if you're interested in hearing the details of each of our kids' transition into adulthood and what those years after high school looked like, um, I will include links in the show notes of the episodes that I did with each of our grown kids a couple of years ago. That was a lot of fun because each of their stories are different. So I'm going to leave you with some sage advice from our son, Luke, who is 24. He's married and has his second child on the way. Here is what he had to say to young adults about this particular season. He said this, you need to be too busy to argue with your parents. Full-time work or full-time school or a combination of both needs to occupy your time and energy. Your time needs to be filled productively because if you're sitting at home, something is going to be destroyed because everything in you knows that you should be moving forward at this point. Anything that isn't forward moving is decaying. For example, if a tree isn't growing, it's deteriorated. So keep moving forward no matter what. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you so much for this time. I thank you for the opportunity to walk with our kids after their graduation, having them still under our roof, having the opportunity to speak into their lives and to put those finishing touches on, finish up the responsibilities that we have with them in terms of having them at home, Um, investing in them in this particular uh, season, Lord, supporting them coaching them, but letting them make a lot of their own decisions, um, while at the same time keeping them uh, responsible to for some of family life, responsible to be honoring and respectful towards us as their parents. Um, those things need to stay in place. Um, and then as they navigate the other variables in the equation, they will have these biblical truths grounding them along the way. So as they go into adulthood, they will understand that family is always important. Responsibilities at home are always important. And so I ask that you would give every parent listening here wisdom and clarity to know how to walk this out, particularly in uh, with the with the children that they have, Lord, I thank you so much that all of our kids are unique, and yet your principles still apply to all of them. And though your principles apply in all of these situations, the way that we walk those principles out can really vary. So we thank you and praise you that you are a creative God who gives us wisdom. You know how hard this season can be and how challenging it can be. 
um, but you have all the strength and wisdom that we need to walk it out well. So we thank you for that and praise you for your faithfulness. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, moms, lastly, I wanna leave you with um, a resource that you might wanna check out to see if it's possibly a good fit for your family. Are you looking to give your child a well-rounded education while also ensuring positive socialization opportunities and their ability to succeed in life? Consider joining a Classical Conversations community and homeschooling alongside local families. Led by trained, licensed directors, families learn through Classical Conversations' proven Christ-centered curriculum together in community with locations in 50 states and over 50 countries, there is bound to be a community near you. To find your community today, visit classicalconversations.com slash Dorinda. That's classicalconversations.com slash Dorinda. And I will leave a link in the show notes for you. Thank you so much for joining me today. Have a wonderful rest of your day.